Peace be with you in Jesus' name. He is the teacher of eternity. Nicodemus wanted time with Jesus, away from the busy hustle of the day. He would need the quiet of the night to really hear Jesus. During this season of Lent, we each want to give God a chance to speak to us. He alone knows what your soul needs to hear. The words Jesus gave to Nicodemus that night are still speaking to us of God's great love and grace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord our God remembers his covenant forever. The word that he commanded for a thousand generations. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And so we confess again and again we need to begin and start anew. To do so, let us confess our sin and flee for refuge to our God who promises forgiveness and new life in Jesus Christ, his living Son. And so together we say, Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and give us new ways to begin afresh. Amen. Upon this, your confession, I, as a servant of God, announce the grace of God to you, and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Glad songs of salvation are in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord exalts us, does, does valiantly, and the right hand of the Lord exalts. He remembers his covenant forever, the word that he commanded for a thousand generations. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, help us to see that it is always best for us to come back to you and start anew. Bring us again with repentant hearts and steadfast faith to embrace the unchangeable truth of your word. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading is from Genesis chapter 12. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. 
I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Morah at Sechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord, who had appeared to him. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent. With Bethel on the west and I on the east, there he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram set out and continued toward the Negev. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from Romans chapter 4. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as a righteousness. Now, to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work but trusts God who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as a righteousness. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel is according to St. John, the third chapter, beginning at verse 1. Glory to you, O Lord. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. And Jesus replied, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. And Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. 
How can this be? Nicodemus asked. How you are Israel's teacher, said Jesus. And do you not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know, and we testify to what we have seen. But still, you do not believe and accept our testimony. I've spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus understood. He could not trust everyone. He knew what was in the heart of mankind. Not everyone was going to wish the Son of God well. But Jesus trusted the man Nicodemus. When he came to talk with Jesus alone in the night. Perhaps some people would tell Jesus not to trust this man. He was powerful with influence in high places. But somehow Jesus knew he could trust his thought and wisdom to Nicodemus. In this season of Lent, perhaps in our own way, each of us might feel God entrusting himself to us. He will give us himself completely in all of his living spirit. Now, what will we do with this gift? Around a candle, 
on the table in the quiet of the evening together. Jesus asked Nicodemus to look at everything in a new way. I offer you a new way to see everything, Jesus says. I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Jesus makes us think about the miracle of birth given to a child. A newborn baby becomes a part of a new world. Their eyes wide, taking it all in. Nicodemus is not sure how an old man like himself could ever feel anything like the new birth Jesus is suggesting. Jesus encourages Nicodemus, Imagine a world not yet seen, the world of heaven, the eternal world of God. Jesus asks Nicodemus to imagine just walking into that world. Believe, Jesus says, that you can go through a door into this new world and see everything new. Believe, Jesus says, and it will be so. This is what Jesus offers Nicodemus. This is what he entrusts to him. This is what he entrusts to you and me. The gift of new birth when we believe. So what does this mean? How do we find this way of faith? As we live our lives, we gather things along the way. We test or try out the world. This is how things work. This is how things are. We figure things out as best we can, and then we tell ourselves, okay, I guess that's the real, real world. But now here is Jesus, and he is telling Nicodemus, let me step into your reality and the world in which you live. To help him, Jesus gets Nicodemus to think about the history of the past. He reminds Nicodemus of a moment in history that no one could forget. The ancestors of Israel were on their long journey back from Egypt. They had been slaves, but now they were free. Slowly they were working their way back to the promised land. It was a hard journey. 
They felt impatient. They were reluctant and frustrated. There was a rebellious spirit growing in the people. They were tired. Then, out in the desert wilderness, God stepped into the middle of everything. He sent poisonous snakes among the people. In need, the people opened their hearts to God. We sinned when we spoke against God and against you, Moses. In response, God told Moses to make an image of a snake. Form it out of bronze metal, he said. Moses put it on a pole and held it high so that anyone bitten by a snake could look at the bronze serpent and live. God had stepped into the middle of the real world in an undeniable way. Jesus tells Nicodemus to remember this history and ready himself to see it happen again now. Jesus says that he himself will now be lifted up like the bronze serpent so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. This was a lot to entrust to Nicodemus. It was a gesture of trust to speak of this delicate, miraculous, powerful, beautiful thing that Jesus was going to do. Jesus is asking Nicodemus and each one of us to put him in the most trusted place in the sanctuary of our soul. Like Nicodemus, we have so many questions. Many of them are answered by this one short statement by Jesus that he shares with Nicodemus. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God has entrusted us with his greatest expression of love. God the Father has sent his Son, Jesus, into the world. God had so many other choices and options. The creator of the heavens and the earth made this choice. 
to entrust his love to us. Of all his options, his choice was to offer himself to us. He wants to invite us to an infinite and eternal life, both now and forever. Jesus knew Nicodemus was worthy of this trust. A few years later, Nicodemus would be there to see Jesus high and lifted up on the cross, entrusting his love to the world. Nicodemus would help bury Jesus with the honor fit for the Son of God, our prophet, our priest, and our king. Now we are entrusted to set him above all else. It is God's gift entrusted to you to believe that the love of God has been set high and above all else for us and for our world in Jesus, the Son of the living God, given to us by God's love. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good Father, we thank you, we praise you, and we worship you that you have given us the most sacred gift of your love in Jesus, your Son. Bless us that we may be made new by your Spirit and believe in your love for how we live this day and our infinite and eternal life forever. In Jesus' name, may we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering, 
You can make an offering to our church by sending it in the mail or by making a donation through our website. Thank you. Bless you. Together we pray. Lord, we thank you for your great promise to be with us and care for us. We ask your blessing upon us as we hope in you. Renew us, recreate in us the confidence and courage to rely on your goodness and mercy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord, we pray for our families. Be in our homes. Be the light and warmth that draws us together. We pray for our marriages. Nurture us that we may remain true to the promises made. Bless us in our relationships between parent and child, that we may be a support and strength for one another. Bless us that we may be true to our friends. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord, we ask your blessing for those who especially need your care, that they be blessed in your mercy. For all who are in need, that you, God, would answer their prayers and enable us to support and care for them. Lord, we pray for those we name before you in our hearts. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Bless us that in true repentance and humility that we may find our way by the wisdom of your spirit and truth. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We remember all those who have completed their earthly journey in faith and now rest from their labors. Lord, inspire us by the witness of the faithful from all generations that we may complete our earthly journeys with confidence in your gracious promises as they did in their families and lifetimes. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. 
Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray. Trusting in your mercy, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Father, we thank you that Jesus has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Great Father of strength and love, we thank you that we may speak your name with hope and faith. Now we ask that you may be with us, each of us on our journey with you. May the almighty and merciful Lord lead us in the ways of peace. Show us your ways, O Lord, and lead us along right pathways. Guide us on our Lenten journey, that we may keep your commandments. Stay with us along the way, that we may grow in grace. Amen. As you go on your way, may Jesus, the living Son of God, go with you. May he go before you to show you the way. May he go behind you to encourage you. May he go beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over you, and within you to give you peace. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.